Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. We're back, baby. We are back. Welcome to another edition of It's a Football Podcast, brought to you by USA Today. I'm Safi Dean, joined by Tyler Dragon. We are your NFL insiders with USA Today Sports. Tyler, what's going on, man? Man, it is so, so good to be back. I, I missed you a little bit, Safi, and so much has changed since we last had a podcast. I mean... You're a year older now, right? I see the 35 we're, in the we're background. We're the same age, Tyler. We're the same age, Tyler. No, don't, don't no, no. Nobody now. really knows my age. I, I may be <laughs> mid. I may be mid 30s, early 30s, or even in my 20s. Yeah, you wish. Sure. But, uh, <laughs> let's come back to reality here, Tyler. We got a new backdrop. We got a new logo. Right. Shout, shout out to the CMT for our new logo. We are back, guys. Here for the 2023 season. We're going to be here each and every Tuesday. Hopefully in the afternoon for you guys, wherever you get your podcasts with Apple Podcasts and Google Play. Um, we're going to give you guys a look back at the week that was and a look ahead at the week that's coming all throughout the NFL season. But, Tyler, before we start, I know some of our listeners want to know they can get their hands on 10 G's, Tyler, $10,000. I know you would want some of that. a lot of money. That's a lot of money. I, that's a down payment on uh, my new Benz that I need to mm, get. Or something. Okay, okay. <laughs> that's a down payment for a lot of things. Well, guys, if you guys right. want a chance to win $10,000, please go ahead and check out the 2023-24 USA Today Pro Football Survivor Pool. That's right, guys. Make your picks, make sure they're right, and make them count because you got a chance to win the grand prize of $10,000 cash. Survive the longest with the highest point differential, and you could win. Uh, visit usatoday.com slash survivor hyphen pool to sign up. Tyler, I'm glad we got the fans that a little opportunity out the way. Let's get into the podcast, man. We got a lot to talk about. Jonathan Taylor's on the trade block. Uh, the Arizona Cardinals are getting ready for week one and maybe the number one pick next year. Um, <laughs> yeah, they're getting ready, all right. At the end of the podcast, we're also going to give you guys our predictions for division winners, the Super Bowl, and, and some more. But, uh, Tyler, let's start off with Trey Lance going to the Cowboys. Um, a huge trade, a big change for both these franchises. Uh, San Francisco pretty much admitted that they swung and missed on Trey Lance when they took him for the number three pick in the uh, 2021 NFL draft a couple years ago. They made a monster trade with the Miami Dolphins to get that number three pick. And not even before Lance's, what, third season, he's on his way to Dallas where he will uh, learn Mike McCarthy's offense and back up Dak Prescott along with Cooper Rush as well. I think it's fair to say Trey Lance is going to be the number three quarterback, but he got <laughs> traded for a fourth-round pick. I, I think the expectations are really, really low for Trey Lance. Uh, you know, Tyler, what was your first take uh, when you heard Trey Lance was going to the Cowboys? I was surprised, for one, and – I kind of feel sorry for Trey Lance. Uh, the reason being, he's had some tough luck with uh, injuries uh, yes. with the start of his NFL career, and that's kind of stymied his growth. And you can see in his little action on the field, he's only played in eight NFL games. It's only thrown, what, 102 career NFL passes. He's very raw as a quarterback. He has trouble processing and reading defenses and the speed of the game is a little bit too fast for him right now and he can get better with all those things but that takes repetition and he is not getting reps and that is why Kyle Shanahan recommended him to maybe seek a trade after he's demoted him to third string uh, when Kyle Shanahan spoke, he said that, you know, he wanted Trey Lance, but said, you know, if it was him, he would recommend him getting, you know, trying somewhere else. And that's what he ended up doing. He 
later requested a trade from the 49ers. Now with the Cowboys, he's pretty much going to be in the same predicament as a third string quarterback. But when you look deeper into it, Dak Prescott, he's his final year of his contract is in 2024. So that's the final year. And then their backup quarterback situation is a little bit more murky. So he can end up being the second string backup quarterback, maybe at the latter portion of this year. That still is remain to be seen. And then we don't know what's going to happen with Dak Prescott after 2024. Maybe Trey Lance can get better and uh, raise some eyebrows in the practice squad. I mean, I'm just being optimistic right here, but I am, I was surprised that the Cowboys traded for him. I was thinking a team with maybe a quarterback that's not as established or not as, uh, you know, confirmed for the next year and the years uh, to come, maybe like the Minnesota Vikings or Mm -hmm. the Atlanta Falcons. But, yeah, it was surprising, and I kind of feel sorry for him because he's only played eight games. He's had only 102 career NFL passes, and he's only played, uh, when he came in, 19 college games. So that's, what, 27 games from since high school. 27 games, and that's, that, that's not a lot for an NFL quarterback. How did this happen, Tyler? How did a 23-year-old kid, 23 years now, but how did he get into the league with so little experience, right? You said he played eight NFL games. I was going to say he played eight in college, it felt like, right? Um, Mm -hmm. Trey Lance really, really took advantage of the draft process and the hype that surrounds the NFL draft, right? Everybody wants that next uncovered gem. Everybody wants to get the next Patrick Mahomes. That has been the biggest phenomenon ever since Patrick Mahomes became who he is for the Kansas City Chiefs, two-time Super Bowl champion. Um, And when you're a guy like Trey Lance and you make a couple passes that look kind of Mahomes-esque, you help yourself a lot in regards to getting drafted high, getting paid really well. Um, But if you don't have the time to play and if you're injured like he was much of last season and in his career, you don't get that opportunity. Um, You know, with the 49ers, he was fourth, fourth on the QB depth chart behind um, who's the star? Brock Purdy, excuse me, coming back from the elbow injury. You got Sam Darnold, who I think is really going to benefit from Kyle Shanahan. And he's a number three pick on his own that's bounced around. Right. So um, Brandon Allen's also in that group. With the Cowboys, though, man, I I, kind of don't like this for Trey Lance, just for Trey Lance specifically, because Tyler, you and I know what's the most what's the team with the most expectation and the most uh, lashback every single year, man? (laughs) The Dallas Cowboys. It's It's the Dallas Cowboys. It it (laughs) is. When you have Jerry Jones as your owner and you have and you're America's team um, and you haven't won a Super Bowl in God knows how long. And you still pretend like you're going to win a Super Bowl all the time as well, too. Um, It doesn't bode well for a player like Trey Lance, who's only played 27 games since high school, like you said, Tyler. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you hear the sirens over here, too? Yeah, that's the sirens uh, ringing the alarms for Trey Lance, I think. (laughs) They're ringing the alarm for (laughs) Trey Lance. I was trying to push through. I think they're gone now. But, uh, yeah, you know, look, I I don't like this move for Trey Lance specifically because of the fact that the Cowboys are such a a franchise with so much heat, so much eyes on them. Um, I think Trey Lance needed a much lower profile place to go so he can really learn an offense behind an established coach. We don't know if Mike McCarthy is going to stay the Cowboys coach after this season, do we? You know, that's no. always up in the air for the Cowboys, right? Um, uh, you know, if, if if Trey Lance was in a situation kind of like how Jordan Love is right now, right, where Jordan Love has become the starter after Aaron Rodgers left, great situation. You know, I look at the Dolphins when they had Ryan Fitzpatrick leading to a tongue of Iloa before he started. Great situation. You got an opportunity to learn from somebody. I think Dak can definitely help Trey Lance learn some things. But if Dak is throwing interceptions like he was last season, who do you think the Cowboys fans are looking at towards the bench? Uh, Trey Lance, for sure. But <laughs> Trey Cooper Lance Rush? is not ready. Not Trey, not, not Cooper Rush. They, they're going to want Trey Lance because Trey Lance has that unknown factor. Even mm-hmm. though we've seen him in those you know, small sample ties and he wasn't that good, there's still that unknown factor and that potential that everybody knows is there. When you look at Trey Lance, yes, like you mentioned, you see the Patrick Mahomes type 
throws, uh, his arm strength, his athletic mm-hmm. ability, but he's not Patrick Mahomes. He's a very, 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 very poor man's Patrick Mahomes. And so he needs to develop, but fans are going to be clamoring at that potential and what that what if factor, what if he can turn into that. And I think Cowboys fans at least know what to expect from Dak Prescott. I think Dak Prescott okay. gets a bad, bad rep. I, Dak Prescott, in my opinion, is a top 10 quarterback. Yes, he's on the 9-10-ish side. But, wow. I mean, he's still a productive quarterback that can lead you to the playoffs. And mm-hmm. is a, in the NFC, he's one of the best quarterbacks. When you look, when he ranked the NFC quarterbacks, he is one of the best. Yeah, very fair. Words. <laughs> very fair with all the other good quarterbacks in the AFC. But go on. Yeah. Yes, yes. So he he gets a bad rap. But yeah, um, to to both of our points, the Dallas Cowboys were a surprise team to me. It's not an ideal fit. But when you look at it a little bit deeper and when you think about Dak Prescott's contract situation and they haven't extended him beyond 2024, then you see, okay, maybe they want to see what – they can make out of Trey Lance for these two years. And then you look at the fact that Jerry Jones didn't even tell Mike McCarthy and didn't even tell Dak Prescott. So Jerry Jones is like, I'm going to take a flyer in this kid and we're going to see if this kid works out. And if he doesn't, it's a, you know, a, a low risk, high reward type move. So when you look at it like that, you can see the, why Jerry Jones and the Jones brass did this for the Cowboys. But mm-hmm. for Trey Lance's sake, I, I I would have loved to see him in maybe like with the Falcons or Detroit Vikings, not Detroit, not Detroit. Okay. Okay. Not, That's Detroit has a young quarterback. Who's Detroit's that, that quarterback? Hendon Hooker is going to be like a redshirt season. And then I feel as though Hendon Hooker is going to be the Lions starting quarterback next year or for sure the year after next. That's a good hope. And the Lions have taken a lot of flyers in the last year or so for sure. They have. <laughs> I just um, – yeah, the funny part is Trey Lance, like there's like all the teams that you hoped he probably could have gone for last year all improved their quarterback situations. Like Carolina, nice low-profile team as their quarterback. Jacksonville, nice low-profile team already – on gone and beyond with with uh, Trevor Lawrence, um, Atlanta has Desmond Ritter and um, and Taylor Heineke. Uh, you know all these other teams that probably would have been on a really nice soft landing spot for Trey Lance, mm-hmm. not available. And now the Cowboys is just it's it's already off to a great start with Jerry Jones just making the call and <laughs> not telling anybody else. This is the, the right. point exactly being made here is that uh, I, I don't think it's a great landing spot for Trey Lance, but all parties involved could make the best out of it. Yeah. You, you just hope for Trey Lance's sake. He, he's a nice kid. He, he works hard. It just didn't work out in San Francisco. You, you hope uh, that it can work out for him because I, I hate to see draft busts like that, especially mm-hmm. with people who work hard and have a bad luck with injuries. Like a lot of this isn't really his fault. He was – drafted for potential he came mm-hmm. from north dakota state we all know that if it, the, those d2 schools sometimes it takes a little bit longer because the competition level he didn't have that much experience com- coming out of north dakota state only one full college season and then you just battle injuries the whole way so it's almost impossible to develop and become a franchise type quarterback based on the predicament that he he's faced and a parting shot for the 49ers, I would say there, you know, a lot of people, including myself, kind of criticize the 49ers for spending so big, giving up three draft picks to the Miami Dolphins to go get Trey Lance. Um, and for me, I, I kind of live with the theory that it doesn't matter how much it costs for you to find your quarterback. You better go find that quarterback. Right. And the 49ers found their quarterback with a seventh round pick, Brock Purdy. Did they know he would lead them to the NFC, you know, championship game last season due to circumstance? You know, did they know that he would beat out Jimmy Garoppolo and send Jimmy G packing to uh, Las Vegas? No, they didn't know any of that. It just kind of fell in their laps. And, 
you know what? Good for them to take a swing and good for them to admit they took a miss. Um, you know, but I don't think they really – they lost a trade, that's for sure. They definitely lost a trade. <laughs> but I, I think – you know, I, I, I think Dolphins guy. There's something – no, but there's something to be said for – finding the quarterback it'd be a different story if they didn't have brock party altogether, right and they're still searching but they have their quarterback so they sent trey lance packing Boy, nine, so I would hope that that trey lance i mean that brock purdy is not lightning in the bottle last year they better hope that's not fool's goal yeah. that's all i'll say i agree with you there tyler let's move on to jonathan taylor his days with the colts are numbered um, they might be over by the time you guys hear this on the podcast. So we're going to step around this a little bit in the event that a Jonathan Taylor trade does happen. But what we know right now is at least two teams reportedly are in the mix for Jonathan Taylor. Um, as somebody who's covered the Dolphins for several years, I can tell you this often happens because everybody's trying to raise up the price. Um, and they use the Dolphins to do that. Um, so according to <laughs> according to some sources, there's another team out there. For all we know, it could just be one team. But I definitely think this Jonathan Taylor trade is really uh, unique in the sense that he's on his rookie deal. He just was the leading rusher, you know, in 2021. Um, I have no idea why the Colts would get rid of Jonathan Taylor when they just have a rookie quarterback and Anthony Richardson that they're trying to bring along. Um, you know, that can't be a great message for everybody else on that team. But mm -hmm. this is a franchise rebuild. And Jim Mercer put the line in the sand and he said, I'm not paying this running back. Even though he was good for me, I'm not paying him. Um, and it's caused this little rift between him and, you know, Jonathan Taylor looks miserable every time you see a picture of him at a Colts practice, this training camp, Tyler. And um, I'm really just interested to see where this all ends up and how much the Colts actually do get in a trade for Jonathan Taylor. I mean, it, it can't be more than like a third round pick, especially for the team that's paying a new contract for him. But what are, what are your thoughts on that, Tyler? So number one, let me get this out of the way. I'm team running back. I think running backs deserve to be paid. Yes. They touch yes. the ball the second most of mm -hmm. any position. Uh, only quarterbacks touch the football more than running backs. Yes, you can argue that their uh, lifespan is not as long at after 30, they fall off a cliff. You can argue that maybe even 28 or 29. But mm -hmm. early 20s, mid 20s to late 20s, they are still very productive. And Jonathan Taylor is one of the best running backs in the NFL, if not the best running back in the NFL. And for the Colts, you mentioned they need him. They have a rookie quarterback. A rookie quarterback's best friend would be Jonathan Taylor. And we've yes, seen Anthony Richardson. He's raw, too. Mm -hmm. uh, he needs to develop as a, a pocket passer, uh, reading defenses, his precision passing. Um, his best friend, his best play is handing off to Jonathan Taylor or read option to Jonathan Taylor. Read option. Yes, that would be the Colts' <laughs> best play. Yes, <laughs> and it might it be, in an, be. A, a very productive play as well if they were to do that, if John Taylor were to say. So <laughs> I think that they're making a terrible decision, and Jim Ursay needs to fork up the money and pay that man. Now, if they don't pay that man, and if they do <laughs> trade him, Yes, the Miami Dolphins, they're rumored to be one of the, the teams. And I know you would love that. And the Dolphins fans should love that because he, the, he will make the Dolphins offense almost, I mean, might on paper, one of the best offenses in the National Football League if Tua can stay upright. Because you talk about that track team on the outside and then you have Jonathan Taylor in the backfield. That's a tough, tough offense to stop. I also would love to see Jonathan Taylor with a team like the Philadelphia Eagles because you talk about the read option. Jonathan mm -hmm. Taylor, Jalen Hurts, and that That'd offensive line, not to mention those receivers, A.J. Brown. I mean, that, that would be a dynamic offense, and you can put pencil in the Eagles into the Super Bowl again, uh, representing the NFC. Um, two other teams that I would mention, the Baltimore Ravens. <laughs> Lamar Jackson and Jonathan, we already know what the Ravens do running the football. Now yes, you add do. Jonathan Taylor, and you can trade J.K. Dobbins is kind of unhappy in Baltimore. You can trade J.K. Dobbins to Indy, mm -hmm. and then maybe a pick, add Jonathan Taylor, sweeten the deal, offer him an extension, 
maybe that 10 million upwards uh, a year. And then you have a, a backfield that is the best in the NFL. Um, the third team, and I think you know where I'm going with this, and this probably going? won't surprise you. I'm Tell going with the LA Chargers. I'm going with the LA Chargers. And I, the reason why I say that is, is again, you have a running back who is begrudgingly playing for the Chargers and Austin Eckler. He's, he's, yeah. he's, you know, fine there, but he wants a better contract situation. So you trade Austin Eckler. And then for Jonathan Taylor, add in a, a third, second, maybe fourth round pick, mm-hmm. extend Jonathan Taylor, give him a contract upwards of that $10 million a year. You got to do some salary cap gymnastics. And mm-hmm. then you have Herbert, Jonathan Taylor, and then those big basketball team on the outside that you're competing with the Kansas City Chiefs and you might be neck and neck with the Chiefs in the AFC West. The Chiefs have won seven straight AFC West titles. You yes, got to do have. something to try to beat Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. Adding Jonathan Taylor to that offense, that might be the missing piece. So you got Ravens, you got Chargers. What was the other team you had, Tyler? I got Ravens, Chargers, and Philadelphia. Those are my top and three the teams. And then I mentioned the Dolphins because they are the rumored team that's the favorite. Currently, Eagles, Ravens, Chargers, Tyler. It's a very impressive list. Jonathan Taylor would be amazing on all three of those teams. Um, You could really run like a spread option in 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 college, right? Like a you could run a spread offense with some of those guys, especially when you mentioned Jalen Hurts and Lamar Jackson. I hate all of your ideas, Tyler. I hate all of them because Jonathan Taylor should go to Miami, be with the Dolphins. Could you imagine that play action? Like, how do you defend? To a handing the ball off, fake handing the ball off to Jonathan Taylor when Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waller are running free. How do you defend that? You're in a bind as a safety. You're in a bind as a linebacker. You're in a bind as a corner, and you're still got to run your route anyways just because somebody could run on your side of the field too. Um, I mean, Jonathan Taylor is going to turn up all those offenses if you know if he does end up with one of those teams for sure. Yes, yes. Uh, how you defend that, uh, Soffit, is you stack the box, you play mm-hmm. press coverage on those Dolphins receivers, and you blitz Tua because we know Tua um, has trouble. Uh, Tua's already getting the, the ball off to Tyreek Hill, man. And, and, he's and, the ball to Tyreek and Hill. you know he cannot throw deep, so he's uh, relying <laughs> on those short passes. And if you stack the box, and you're stopping the run anyway. So, hey, that's how you think. You're going to stop Jonathan <laughs> Taylor in the run? So, let me ask you a question, Tyler. Uh, Chargers, you got the Chargers. If they, what, What's going on with Austin Eckler? You're going to give Jonathan Taylor Austin Eckler's money? Yes. He's better. What? I mean, wow. I. I Alston Eckler is one of the again a top five ish running back. If you but if you thought, go, go ahead. ahead. I'll go first. Okay, if you give Jonathan <laughs> Taylor Austin Eckler's money, what do you think the Colts locker room is? I mean, what do you th- the, the the Chargers locker room is going to be worse than the Colts one right now? Uh, I I don't think so because Jonathan Taylor is better than Austin Eckler. Jonathan Taylor can run in between the tackles. Austin Eckler is kind of a pass catchy running back who occasionally yeah. runs in between the tackles. He can't handle that, you know, that ground and pound like a, a typical tailback uh, can that you want in between the tackle runners can because he's a downhill uh, runner in Jonathan Taylor. So. I mean, it's just an upgrade. Just simply put it, and I like Austin Eckler. I think he's a very dynamic pass-catching running back, but he's not Jonathan Taylor. We're going to talk a lot more about Jonathan Taylor when this trade does happen. Maybe we did get a little bit too far into the weeds, uh, <laughs> and maybe all this stuff is going to be a little old when you guys listen to this. Our apologies. We're just getting back in the mix here. But, um, you know, Tyler, let's move on to um, – a team that I think might be in favor of the number one pick coming up in 2024. Yes, the NFL season hasn't started. Yes, week one is a week away, but it's always fun looking ahead at the 2024 NFL draft. Tyler, I'll announce it right now. The Arizona Cardinals will select the number one pick in the 2024 NFL draft. I mean, this is the moves that these guys have been making in the last couple of weeks signal the tank. 
I can see it from a mile away. I was here in Miami when it happened, when the Dolphins traded away Laramie Tunzel. I know a tank when I see one, Tyler. <laughs> this is what's going on in Arizona. Isaiah Simmons, a former top, what be, top 10, top 15 pick, yeah. on his way to the New York Giants for a, a, a really bad low day three pick. Um, granted, the Giants will have to pay him. Um, who was the old lineman that they, uh, they traded away as well the same day? Uh, I think it was a reserve offense line, but you can go down the list. I mean, you know, DeAndre Hopkins McCoy. went out to do. Yeah. J.J. Watt retired. Uh, Brian Murphy, their starting cornerback, is now with the Minnesota Vikings. Zach Allen, their starting defensive lineman, is with the Denver Broncos. You could say Marcus Golden, the edge rusher, that was productive. Mm-hmm. He's now with the Pittsburgh. I mean, it's been a mass exodus in Arizona. And, yes, uh, they're already on the clock, stop it. <laughs> you yes, can already say true. the Arizona Cardinals are now on the clock. They are well, destined for that number one pick. And, I mean, all of this stems from the fact that Kyler Murray had a torn ACL late in last season. Um, so we don't know if we're going to see Tyler Murray, Kyler Murray at all this year. Um, and if I'm the Cardinals, the way I'm operating right now, Kyler Murray's not touching the field at all this season. We won't see him till OTAs and probably next year. Um but look, you mentioned as well to me, you know, the Houston, they took Houston's pick as well, right? From the Will Anderson trade, was that mm-hmm. accurate? Okay. Yeah. So the Cardinals, in my opinion, could be looking at two top three picks like the Texans did this year, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you could turn that into a great offensive player. You could turn that into the best defensive player in the draft if you get it. Um, you know, all this is to say is that, look, I, I think the Cardinals are doing the right thing here by hitting this rebuild, um, you know, Jonathan Gannon is their new coach. And shout out to him for saying that he won't name a week one quarterback to keep a quote-unquote competitive advantage <laughs> after the fact that they released Colt McCoy, who started in place of Kyler Murray last year. Um, right. I think the Cardinals are doing this the right way. If you don't have your franchise quarterback on the field, go see what else you can get. By picking up even these late round draft picks that they traded, you know, got in trades, you're just adding more picks to the fire so that you can get younger players so that you can rebuild your roster with cheap rookie contracts and hopefully new players that can make a bigger impact when Kyler Murray does return. But Tyler, I have a question for you. Could Kyler Murray be next? before the draft next year? Yeah, so that's what I was going to say. I was going to say I disagree with you a little bit because I don't believe Kyler Murray is going to return. I believe the Cardinals are going to trade Kyler Murray uh, next wow. offseason for uh, potentially another first-round pick. Another? Um, More than one? You, you, yeah, you, you look at the way the Cardinals are positioned themselves. They not only have a new head coach, but they have a new GM. They can have a two of the top three picks, but they can also have the top two picks when you look at the Houston (laughs) Texans pick. And you have Caleb Williams, who is probably already going to be the number one quarterback drafted. And then you have a player, yes, out of USC. And then you have uh, Marvin um, Harrison Jr., the receiver at Ohio State. You add those two, you already, you can expedite your rebuild, right? Right then and there. And not to mention, trade Kyler Murray for another first-round pick or mm-hmm. some play with some players, too. I mean, now we're cooking up something. Um, but as of right now, today, I was just talking to somebody who covers uh, the Cardinals, and we were talking about how it, it's unfortunate for the fans of this team for this season because mm-hmm. there's so much excitement and optimism about the 2023 season right now. But for the Cardinals, it's like, why, why are we optimistic? We, we're tanking. We're not going to be good. We, at best, at best, five win five games. And I'm talking about best. I'm saying three or below. Three yeah, or below. I would say so, too. <laughs> and so, so too. there's nothing to be optimistic about this season. And then – how are they going to fill that beautiful stadium? I love a uh, you know a State Farm Stadium in Glendale, mm-hmm. Arizona, but that stadium is going to be empty, or it's going to be the road <laughs> teams because there are a lot of football games in the winter, and so those uh, East Coast teams that are coming to Arizona, 
those fans are going to travel because you get to be in 70, 80 degree Arizona in November and December and January. So those road teams are going to travel because Cardinals fans, that product is not going to be competitive. It's not. Yeah, man. We look at the team. It's the least talented roster in the NFL. Everybody's already circling the Cardinals as a win. And if you're not, I would yeah. be. Um, and if you're a Steelers fan, if you're a Bears fan, if you're an Eagles fan, if you're a Texans fan, if you're a Browns fan, set up that Arizona trip. It's a guaranteed right. win. It's a guaranteed <laughs> right. win of vacation, right? Mm-hmm. Um, look, I think the Cardinals are doing this, quote unquote, maybe the right way. Um, I think it's good to for them to realize that they're not going to have their star player. Let's see what we have with everything else. Let's see us set ourselves up for 24, 25, 26, right? Um, but this whole Kyler Murray thing is, is very interesting because uh, if not top 10, top 15 caliber quarterback, um, his skill set is very unique um, outside of his size. He can throw the ball down the field really well. His arm strength is 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 above average, and his speed outside the pocket is crazy too. Um, you know, which kind of led to his injury. Um, I'll be interested to see what he would be traded for. Um, I'd imagine it'd be somewhere in the realm of Deshaun Watson and Aaron Rodgers and all that. You know, when those guys got traded, um, he also comes with a contract already. So, you know, maybe that doesn't give the Cardinals what they're looking for in return. But we are definitely getting way too ahead of ourselves. Um, but I definitely think at least two first round picks. And if you look at the Cardinals, I mean, I don't want to bring up Miami again, but, you know, when you have two first round picks and, you know, three straight drafts, you have the opportunity to draft some really good players and pay them really cheaply on rookie contracts. Or if you're in position a lot quicker than you envisioned, you have the potential to trade one of those first round picks and go get a star player. Um, so I, I love the flexibility that the Cardinals are kind of dealing with here. Sorry for their fans. Um, maybe the <laughs> drinks are really great. You know, the first couple games are all the years this year, but from the Cardinals, the Cardinals can't win more than five. If they win more than five games, Tyler, that's like the three, the third, fourth, fifth pick. You're losing out on the prize here, which could be the number one pick. And I'd be really, really interested. I can't wait to have this conversation with you for sure at this end of the season and as we get to April. So two, two, two more, two more things on this. So the the silver lining for Arizona fans is their basketball team is like the polar opposite. <laughs> because yeah, they're they're just they're they're stacked to the max. So the silver lining is you can just go to the the arena, the Footprint Center, I believe it's called now, and you can see about four All Stars play on a basketball team that's just stacked so mm-hmm. yeah the football team's gonna lose but the the Suns have Kevin Durant Devin Booker DeAndre Aiden I mean it's just ridiculous and who, who did they just get from the Wizards I'm, I'm Bradley, Bradley Beal, Beal. Brad, Bradley, Bradley Beal. Beal so that that's the silver lining for Phoenix fans and then another thing is I have I want to get this on the record if Kyler Murray does get traded I would love to see Kyler Murray play for the Atlanta Falcons. It'll be Michael Vick 2.0 again. Falcons, wow. Michael Vick 2.0 again. Hot take. I don't think Desmond Desmond Ritter is not the answer in Atlanta. Tyler with Kyler Murray with the Atlanta Falcons, I would would love that. Bijan Robinson. Yeah. Yeah. I like that Drake London, Kyle Pitts. Yes. 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 Wow. That's I working the with that. Tyler. You're cooking with grease in Atlanta. <laughs> those, those chicken wings going to be really hot and, and greasy if you got Kyler Murray oh, yeah. into the mix. We oh, got yeah. an end of August hot take prediction for Tyler Dragon, Kyler Murray to the Atlanta Falcons. You can get that and so much more here on It's a Football Podcast. Welcome back, Tyler. We're back. <laughs> Tyler, let's get into our um, predictions for the season. Big, big 2023 season. You know, and at the football podcast, we never keep records if our predictions are right or wrong. Tyler and I just make dinner bets and we don't fulfill them either. We need you to really figure this out. Way. I think you owe me at least three. So I'm going to combine them wow. as one and just order a really huge piece of steak. I think you owe me uh, three, Soffit, actually. And I want to go to Mastro's uh, <laughs> down there in South Beach. So, All right. We can take you wherever you want to go, Tyler. We'll, we'll make it happen. <laughs> or, or Prime 112. Prime 112. We could, well, we could do that. We could do that, too. No problem. 
We uh, got to get you down here to Miami first, Tyler. Okay. Let's uh let's get into our playoff predictions and our division winners. Um, we do this every year with USA Today Sports. It's always fun to see where we started the year versus how the year does end up. I'm going to kick us off in the AFC East, Tyler. Um, sorry to all the Dolphins fans listening, and I'm also sorry to the Buffalo Bills fans that I really love too. But I got the New York Jets winning the AFC East in 2023, Tyler. I think I think uh, Stefan Diggs and Josh Allen, that little union of theirs, you can't fool me. I, I can see a disgruntled player when I see one. And uh, for the Dolphins right now, this is pre-Jonathan Taylor if they do get him. But um, <laughs> I think the uh, – I just think the Jets are really well. I think Aaron Rodgers still has a lot left in the tank. I think everybody else is energized. Maybe I got sold on hard knocks, but um, Quinnen Williams looks like he might be defensive player of the year. Um, who you got in the AFC East, Tyler, this season? The Jets defense looks like world beaters in the preseason, uh, albeit preseason, but that defensive line looks unblockable in uh, the preseason games. I, I like what the Jets have done. Uh, they are the preseason darlings. Uh, however, I'm still holding out hope for the Buffalo Bills. I, I okay. still believe that Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, and that Bills offense will get it together. And Von Miller is going to come back eventually. He's going to start the UMP, PUP. But hopefully during the stretch run, he'll be healthy 100%. And I have the Bills still holding on to the AFCs and winning it. Cool. All right. AFC North, let's get to it. Tyler, this is your favorite division in all of football. That was a little inside joke from season one of It's a Football Podcast. Tyler loves the AFC North. Uh, Tyler, for me, I'm not, you know, I love Lamar Jackson. He's one of my favorite quarterbacks in the league. Um, but you gotta, you, you still got to go through the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, I'm hoping Joe Burrow's calf injury heals up. Um, at some point, he does come back. Hopefully, it doesn't lead to a worse injury. But you can't outsmart or outduel Jamar Chase and T. Higgins on that outside. They might be the best receiver duo behind Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. But I got the Bengals in the AFC North, Tyler. What do you got? Somehow, somehow you throw the Dolphins in this again. I got to show them some love. Bengals fans are going to be mad at me. I can hear them in my mentions or see them in my oh, mentions right no. right now. They do have the best two receivers in the NFL. That that's the best receiver duo in the NFL. Stop it! I'm, I hate to break it to you. Um, <laughs> Joe Burrow's injury. I'm hearing that the Bengals are optimistic for him week one, so we can get that out the window. Um, but they're not going to win the AFC North three years in a row. I have Lamar Jackson and the Ravens winning. They're motivated. Mm -hmm. They hear all the noise coming out of Cincinnati. They beefed up that defense, and that offense is going to be, I think, a little bit more potent with Odell Beckham Jr. uh, there. And I just believe that Lamar Jackson is going to have a revitalized type season, and the Ravens are going to win the NFC North. I mean, AFC North, excuse me. Zay Flowers, Mark Andrews. It's a nice nice offense when you look at it. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, and the AFC South, this one's going to be a really, really barn burner all the way to the <laughs> – I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. The Jaguars are running away with this one. Um, I think the Jaguars beat up in everybody in the division this year. They're too good. They're going back to the playoffs, and I think Calvin Ridley is also going to turn up and did a, do a really good job betting on himself this year. I like how he said betting on himself, but uh, I'm Calvin Ridley. glad you caught that. But- <laughs> Yeah, I, I agree. No disagreement for me right here. Uh, the Jaguars, they're easily the best team in the division there. Mm-hmm. And it, I see them run, running away with the division. It's going to be the Jaguars. AFC West, the Kansas City Chiefs are going for division title number eight in a row. Tyler, just say you got the Chargers, man. Say you got the Chargers. I know you got the Chargers. I have the Chiefs, by the way. I have the Chiefs too, stopping. Okay, the Chiefs, okay, good, the, good, good. The, Chief, the Chiefs are, are too good. They have the best quarterback and best player in the NFL. The Chris Jones thing does concern me, though. Yes, yes. They need Chris good. Jones back. If they do not get Chris Jones back and he is unavailable to week eight, then that's a huge door for the Chargers that they need to run through because without Chris Jones, that Chiefs defense is mediocre at best. They need him. 30, bad. 30 mil? 30 mil? You paid Chris Jones 30 mil? 
uh, I pay him about 28, 29, right under Aaron Donald. He's not Aaron Donald. He's close though. He's the closest thing to Aaron Donald. You don't give him Aaron Donald money. Aaron Donald's arguably the best defensive tackle in NFL history. Yeah, but he just won the Super Bowl for you. Uh, I mean, Patrick Wells has something to do with that too. Now, yeah, you're really right. All right, Tyler, <laughs> give me your uh, give me your three AFC wild card teams: Chargers, Bengals, Dolphins. Jets. Ooh, okay, okay, okay. Chargers, give me it again one time. Chargers, Chargers, Bengals, Bengals, Jets. I like that. I like that. There there, there is a Dolphins trade just now, but it's not who you want it to be. Yeah, definitely not. Sorry. Jonathan Taylor's still not great. Um, My AFC card. I got Bills, Chargers, Dolphins. Um, Somehow in the mix, I got the Ravens missing the playoffs. Don't ask me how that happens. That's just how my schedule and my predictions unfold um, because you want the dolphins to somehow get in the playoffs and yeah, you don't want uh-huh. miami fans to be in your mentions very much so very much so let's go over to the nfc tyler to the nfc um nfc east last year when the eagles made the trade for chauncey gardner johnson i was like this is going to be the favorite and they did more than just be the favorite in that division they almost went undefeated. They almost won the Super Bowl. I still got the Eagles in the NFC East this year. How about you, Tyler? Yeah, the NFC East has had like a repeat winner like 20 years. Uh, I believe that changes this year, though. The Eagles are going to win back-to-back NFC East titles, and the Eagles are uh, my team. That- what? They're your team to what? Sorry, I missed you. Missed represent the in represent the NFC in the Super Bowl. I think oh, they're that good. Already with the Super Bowl pick. Yes. All right. Yes. NFC North, Tyler. I'm gonna I'm gonna surprise you. I know you got the Vikings. I know you probably got the Vikings. I'm going with the Lions. I'm going with the Detroit Lions to win the NFC North. Aaron Rodgers not there no more. They have a lot of momentum coming back from last season. Jamison Williams is gonna come right at the right time. I like the experience that they have. I like the new running backs that they have. I think the Lions give the Vikings a run for their money in that division. I got the Lions to win the NFC North, and I know it's a bold prediction. I know. I don't think it's that bold. I have the Lions too. But why? Why is that a bold prediction? Wow. The Vikings. The Vikings lost Dalvin Cook, their best mm-hmm. running back. They also mm-hmm. lost one of their best defenders and Eric Kendricks. I mean, the Vikings. They got worse this offseason. Yes, uh, Justin Jefferson, arguably the best receiver in the NFL. Kirk Cousins, still middle-of-the-road type quarterback. But, yeah, the, the Lions, they're up and coming. I love what uh, Coach Campbell's doing in uh, Detroit. I Definitely the Lions winning the division. Do you remember when the Lions last won the NFC North, Tyler? Ooh, early 2000s. No, early 90s, 1993, right around the time you were born. Nineteen ninety. Like oh my goodness! It's been a long time coming. It's been it's been a long time. We'll see. We'll see. NFC South, man. This is going to be the real like boxing match between four teams <laughs> that are not as great, very borderline mediocre. Um, I think Bryce Young is going to have a good rookie season, um, but I think he's still a rookie, and I think the Panthers have a lot of holes outside of him and Brian Burns. Um, I like Derek Carr going to a veteran team. I, I think the Saints going to edge this one out and the NFC North. Um, I think the Car- I think the uh, the Buccaneers are going to give the Cardinals a run for their money for the top pick. That's just my opinion. Um, but I think New Orleans kind of runs away with this one. New Orleans is a sneaky good team, in my opinion. If they can stay healthy, I uh, hope Michael Thomas comes back with the vengeance this year. Uh, Derek Carr is an upgrade from Jameis Winston and their quarterback situation from a year ago. I I really like this New Orleans team. I saw them in joint practices against the L.A. Chargers. That defense uh, is really, really stout. They're going to be a contender in the NFC for sure. I I have the Saints, too. I I wouldn't go far to say contender. I think think they're contenders of it. I think they're just going to be there because they're there and the conference <laughs> is pretty weak. I don't think they're going to be a contender. I think one of the wildcard teams want to be a better contender. 
I might take the Giants over the Saints as a contender. Uh, if you're talking contenders, I don't, Safi, you, people Let's, are sleeping. That people are sleeping on the Saints. I think they're going to be sneaky yeah. good. Watch. All right. Uh, Not, NFC ten, West. Ten wins. Ten wins. No, 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 no. Relax, relax, relax. Ten that wins. No, 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 no. You, they'd be lucky to get eight. Eight. They'd be lucky to get nine. Nine, nine is going to win the division. Not, I would say ceiling 10, uh, floor nine for the Saints. Dinner bet, dinner bet. The Saints will not reach double digit wins. Uh, you take that bet with me? You think think about about it. it. All right, Tyler. A division we might not have to think much about the NFC West. Um, I don't see the Rams. I don't see the Seahawks. I don't see the. Arizona Cardinals, of course, doing nothing in this division. <laughs> I'm going with the 49ers once again in the NFC West. No argument from me. It's definitely going to be the 49ers. I, I, please do not play that sound from the podcast before. But, yes, the San Francisco 49ers, <laughs> the second best team in the NFC, in my opinion. The base better than L.A. Oh, here you go. Let's uh my wild card teams in the NFC. I got the Vikings making it. I think they're too good, even without Dalvin Cook. Um, I got the Cowboys making it, of course, because it's always great seeing the Cowboys lose in January, February. And I also got the New York Giants coming back. I really like what Brian Dable's got going on. And Darren Walker might be a crazy sneaky addition that we're all gonna uh, see come to fruition this year. Yeah, I, I like it. Uh, I disagree slightly. I had the Cowboys, the Vikings, mm-hmm. and the Seahawks. Oh, the Seahawks back in the playoffs. The Seahawks back in the playoffs. I, I, I okay. like what Pete Carroll has going in Seattle. That defense is uh, going to be better. Hopefully they can stop the run a little bit better than last year. And that secondary is stout. And Geno Smith, it's a good uh, comeback story as well. Shout out to Geno Smith as well. Um, AFC title game, Tyler. I got the Chiefs over the Jets. I got the Chiefs over the Jets. I think Patrick Mahomes takes down Aaron Rodgers. Um, I would love to see Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes in a playoff game. That's the only reason why I made that prediction. Who do you got in the AFC title game, Tyler? I have the Chiefs and the Ravens. Oh, Wow. Yes, I'm, I'm going out on land. I'm, I'm probably going to change my prediction uh, late, like in a, in a month or two. So please yeah. uh, do not hold me to this. And I have the Ravens upsetting the Chiefs. The Ravens in the Super Bowl. The, the Ravens, Ravens in the Super Bowl. In the wow. Super Bowl. All right, cool. So give me your NFC title game. Who are they going to play? I got the 49ers over the Eagles this year. Um, I think I've been going back and forth with that one. I would love to see a rematch, though. Um, I'm taking San Fran for now, but I kind of don't like betting against Jalen Hurts either. I don't like betting against Jalen Hurts. I feel like that's from some somewhere else too. But anyways, yeah. I have the Eagles and the 49ers too. We have the same NFC teams. The NFC, uh, there's a clear cut two best teams in the conference. Uh, yeah, and the Saints are nowhere Eagles. near them. The Saints are nowhere near those guys. No, 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 I said a contender as in they can compete, not beat. The Eagles and the 49ers. They can com- okay. they can compete. But they're yes, com- I have the competitor. They're competitive. They I mean they can contend a little bit, but <laughs> <laughs> I have the Eagles beating the 49ers in the NFC championship game. I have the Eagles and the Ravens in the Super Bowl. So you got Ravens over Eagles in the Super Bowl, huh? No, 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 no. no? I got uh Dreams and nightmares playing out loud. I have the Eagles winning the Super Bowl in Las Vegas. Jalen Hurts is a Super Bowl champion. Kelsey, all those boys, they they deserve it. They almost won last year. Yeah, they almost did. They almost did. Um, Jalen Hurts keeping that picture of the uh, championship ceremony ceremony after the game Mm -hmm. on his phone. He loves doing that. Um, nobody can be as self-motivated as Jalen Hurts, I believe. Great great quarterback matchup, too, if it does come to fruition with Jalen Hurts and Lamar Jackson. Would love to see yes. that. My Super Bowl pick, who, who's going to be your MVP? There's going to be a, is Jalen Hurts will be your Super Bowl MVP for that? Yes. Okay, okay. Uh, my Super Bowl prediction, I've got, like I said, Chiefs over Jets. I got 49ers over Eagles. 
I'm sorry if you don't want to see a Chiefs 49ers uh, Super Bowl again, but it'll be a lot better because of uh, Brock Purdy. I'm taking Patrick Mahomes, though. I'm taking the Chiefs. I'm taking Patrick Mahomes. I think title number three happens for Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs. Um, And the dynasty, the dynasty comes to fruition um, even more with that third championship, Tyler. If Patrick Mahomes wins the Super Bowl this season, he's the best quarterback of all time over Tom Brady. Oh, no, no, no. I mean, you need some more rings. Yes. I, I with that receiving corpse? Like, yeah. yeah, you're with right. With that, that receiving corpse? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he, you, they don't really have a number one receiver. If you said if you said the words, with that receiving corpse, I'm, I'm changing all my picks, Tyler. I'm changing all my picks if you said that at the beginning <laughs> of the segment. You don't want me to think about it. But Patrick Mahomes, is, you're right, it's really good. Maybe they make a trade. Maybe they make another trade. Look, Darius Tony did really well for them. Had that kick return and a touchdown, and, and they won the Super Bowl in the fourth quarter because of it. The, the Chiefs yeah, that was a kick return away. that had nothing to do with receiving. They did. They, he got an they, he got an end zone on a trick play. They signed the receiver. They got the player. They got they made the move and got the player to win them the Super Bowl. Okay. Maybe they do it again. Right. We'll, we'll did we see. Did we, did we talk about the Chiefs getting Jonathan Taylor? If they get John, not, they don't need him. They, but I, I like Pacheco. I, I like Pacheco him. as a, as a running back. He's a very hard runner. He runs with authority. Um, they do not need a running back. They need a, a number one legit receiver. I thought they should have got DeAndre Hopkins, but mm-hmm. that's neither here nor there. Our last prediction of the year. You guys can check out more of our, our predictions at USA Today Sports. Uh, who you got winning the league MVP? Lamar Jackson. Like the pick. I got Aaron Rodgers. Oh. I got Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, MVP number four, three, four, five. How many? How many MVPs? It's either, I think it's, it will be four or five. It will be five. Yeah. That would be crazy. Crazy prediction. You get them all here on It's a Football Podcast, guys. Thank you, you so Aaron much. Rogers just running the thing. I, I, I have <laughs> the Jets running the boat. I don't know what happened because a couple weeks ago I was trashing the Jets in another video for Sports Seriously. So uh, stay tuned for more from us this season here on It's a Football Podcast. We're back. We're better than ever. I know you guys love the new logo that we have here. Tyler and I look very, very handsome. So, uh, guys, please add us in your Apple uh, iTunes for your podcast, Google Play as well. Um, wherever you get your podcast, we will be there. And Tyler and I will be here back with you each and every Tuesday to give you our hot takes on the NFL season. If you guys haven't already, download the USA Today and the USA Today Sports Plus app. The Sports Plus app is really great. It's all sports only. You can pick your favorite team and get news and updates all throughout the season. Uh, guys, that'll wrap it up here for us a little bit of a week zero podcast for us tyler preseason wrapped up week one is very soon away and i know tyler and i cannot wait till the nfl season begins this year it's good to be back just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.